0: You are listening to the GrowMark Podcast. We've been really focused on formulating and engineering a diesel fuel that is right for our customers. Featuring experts in agriculture. We're helping our customers decide when's a good time to sell, when's a good time to merchandise that grain so that they can make a profit. And other system news.
1: It's very important to the GrowMark system to encourage the future of agriculture
0: grow mark podcast starts now thanks for joining us for this edition of the grow mark podcast joining me is becca dwyer who is a intern here at grow this summer on the corporate communications team becca thanks for joining us on this podcast
1: thanks for having me chris
0: so becca your story is interesting because you just became involved in industrial hemp and in fact are uh, just beginning to grow it this summer. So tell me a little bit about how you got involved in uh, industrial hemp production.
1: Sure, so um, it started actually back in December of 2018. My uncle had asked me about what I'd heard because a- as an ag student, we do get some pretty, some pretty reliable updates um, from Illinois State University about different policies that are changing. And so my uncle had asked me, what I knew about industrial hemp. And in my position as a student, I told him at that point I knew nothing, but that I could find out. And it kind of escalated from there. The more that I learned, the more interested I was in, in the plant, what it could do for our farm, adding, um, adding some diversity into our crop rotation. And so it just kind of grew from one innocent question that my uncle had, and now suddenly we're growing it.
0: So you've just started growing this summer, and I think you told me uh, previously that you really you just planted within the last uh, couple of weeks here. Is that right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. So obviously everybody's have um, everybody's been experiencing some challenges this spring, and that's no different with hemp. Hemp does not like wet roots, so uh, we fa- we face a lot of challenges similar to soybeans as well with white mold and a few different diseases and and issues. So it's been a challenging year for hemp producers as much as anybody else. But yes, we are growing. And I'm actually growing for fiber, which is not very common in this area. And it's definitely not the hot topic when it comes to hemp. I'm kind of trying to look towards the future and where I think the markets are going to go and what that value can be for our farm.
0: So tell me, what, is, what are the benefits of using hemp uh, as a fiber?
1: Uh, So hemp fiber has a really strong history, actually, and there are a lot of places in Europe and Asia that have continued to produce um, hemp throughout all of the years that we stopped. So even in the U.S., hemp, I mean, the Declaration of Independence was on hemp paper. You know, in in this country, hemp had a really strong um, presence previously, and then um, after World War II, after the demand for hemp rope in the Navy and all of that kind of died down, there were some, some significant tax increases against hemp that made it not super desirable to produce anymore. And then um, after that with the war on drugs, hemp was not differentiated from marijuana and so on the federal level it became illegal to produce. So. so um, outside of all of that though, the benefit to hemp has always been there. It's a really strong fiber, it's durable, it's naturally flame resistant. There's a lot, there's a lot to it. It's just getting that market and that process and production and infrastructure back into the US because right now we don't have um, the ability to make the hemp yarn and the hemp ropes and everything mm. set up. We're, we're decades behind the rest of the world that never stopped producing. Um, but but the potential is there.
0: And so you, your family has been involved in, in ag around here for a long time. Mm-hmm. What do you think are the potential opportunities for agriculture, um, not only in Illinois but across the country, uh, as the potential for hemp, industrial hemp specifically, grows?
1: Um, well, there's a lot of benefits on the producer side. When you're growing... Um, growing hemp naturally, I mean it is a weed and and no pun intended with that but but it it is truly a weed, and so it's um, a really good weed suppressant, especially when you're looking at like organic producers or people transitioning to organic. I think hemp could be a really valuable tool to reduce your your reliance on maybe pesticides or whatever it's just a another tool to add to the arsenal as far as Farmers' options, um, so so there is that. And just because it grows so quickly and so densely, now they also have a really deep tap root, and so that can be helpful if you use you know, no-till practices or whatever and help breaking up the soil. Um, it's a late-term pollinator, so it's also really great for bee populations. I mean, here at Growmark, we value pollination. We have the pollinator programs for a reason, um, and so there's there's just a really wide Um, kind of diverse uh, background behind hemp, and there are a lot of potential uses. It's actually used for phytoremediation as well. So like in Chernobyl, they actually um, plant hemp in the surrounding area to pick up heavy metals from the soil. Hmm. They do that in Italy too, I believe with a steel mill. So it's just, it's a really interesting opportunity. I don't think that the science and the research is quite there yet because we've been so limited, but I'd love to see what we can figure out as producers, and how we can use that to help benefit our farm operations,
0: do you think that part of the uh, challenge and maybe an opportunity is really educating people that um, hemp has been around for a long time, and it's it's different than as you said marijuana i mean it's mm-hmm. it's it's used for for products and, and for what your purpose, you're growing it for fiber. So mm-hmm. I just wonder, is part of it really the education factor going forward?
1: Yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of the issues that we've seen with hemp in the past is that um, the big fear of marijuana caused that to kind of escalate and, and trickle down through the hemp industry and people don't realize that there's so much more to this plant, I mean, the, the potentials for personal products as far as lotions, makeup, um, the high fatty acid content and amino acid content and the protein value of uh, hemp for human consumption. I mean, you can buy these, these products at Costco and Target. We, you've still been able to buy them in the U.S. We just haven't been allowed to produce them. Mm. And so um, there are a lot of opportunities with, <laughs> with industrial hemp. It's just helping people realize that it's not the big bad wolf that <laughs> that um, is kind of associated with marijuana. It is cannabis sativa, but it doesn't have the, the um, I'm struggling with the word, it doesn't have THC, so sure. it's not going to alter your your mental state at mm-hmm. all in any way in consuming these products. Now when it comes to CBD, that's a really hot topic right now. People are making some pretty incredible claims as far as what they can um, get in revenue per acre and all of that. That is an area of potential, and it's also an area of pretty significant risk, just as we're looking at the FDA evaluating it as a supplement versus people also use that medicinally. And so that's kind of a, a gray area that depending on what the government decides to do and how the FDA decides to handle that. Um, but there are there are potential um, benefits to that as well.
0: well. I think it's really interesting. And uh, I know you're super busy this summer, not only <laughs> at GrowMark with all of your duties here, but also embarking on this project. So really appreciate, appreciate your time, Becca, joining us for this podcast. Okay. And uh, good luck this summer. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Gromark Podcast. You can find other episodes on Podbean or on a supported podcast app.